This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, everybody. It is Monday, March 5th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. With me, as always, Mr. Raj Geary and Mr. Matt Morgan, the road warrior, out traversing the highways and byways in Florida. In a parked car, of course, being safe, but yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, very important. Uh, so, Matt, to you first, man. What did you think of tonight's Raw? We had that opening segment <sighs> with Ronda, Kurt, Triple H, and Stephanie. So much star power, but again, Ronda jumped the damn gun. Yeah, the drum roll. How do you mess that up? <laughs> her, her facials were great. Um, she looked more comfortable, even though she screwed that up. Um but uh, ultimately, you know, I liked, I liked, I liked a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that you know the opening segment really worked. I think a lot of people were worried about Rhonda, how she'd be able to handle it. But mm-hmm. you know, I think she's doing about as good as she can be. And uh, I thought the crowd was hot for her. They popped huge for her, um, yeah. and she she was seemed comfortable in there. She seemed like she was legitimately enjoying the crowd reaction to her, and that she was having fun out there. She seemed very different than how she's been the last couple of years sure. since the, those UFC losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the, 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 what do you call it, like the face of death that she gives is <laughs> money, money. Yeah, no, I thought this was a, a, I thought this was a really good opening to the show. If yeah. you're into it, I mean, this is going to be the most pushed thing. If you're not into Ronda, then, you know. It was going to be a bit much, but I thought I thought everyone did their did their part well. They did. Yeah, so she called out Stephanie McMahon for her opponent at WrestleMania. Uh, Kurt Angle calls out Triple H for his opponent, so it'll be a mixed tag match. And uh, I got to say, Steph tonight, man, I such a great heel. That stuff she was doing with Kurt about the alimony and the two wives and the kids. Um, I thought it was really well done. But yeah, to you guys' point, Ronda, just the timing. Like everything else was good tonight, but to step on that drum roll just really. Uh, like she was like 10 seconds early it wasn't even close yeah like as soon as the drum roll started she was boom she was in there but you know she got excited i guess 
Yeah. Hey, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, hell of a way to start off the show. I thought that was really good. It's kind of interesting, though. I mean, I guess this is part of WrestleMania season, though, right? With all the rumors, with everything, how we feel like we know where things are going before they happen, especially something as high profile as WrestleMania. There is sort of that, well, this is what I've read was going to be happening. This is what I've seen on Wrestling Inc. is going to be happening. What I've heard on the podcast is going to be happening. And lo and behold, hey, it's happening. The exact match. Yeah, well... <laughs> If you read, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things. If you read the script for the upcoming Star Wars movie, then then you're upset by knowing what happened. Um, you know, that's kind of on you. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. But so, a lot of that, you know, a lot of that is just you can tell where they're building to. I mean, it was oh, great definitely. There, you know. But. Definitely. Um. So yeah, I thought that was a great way to start it off, and then we followed that with the rematch between Oscar and Nia Jax. So this was a long match. I think this was Asuka's toughest victory to date. Um, mm. They really, I mean, look, I don't think anyone thought the streak was breaking tonight, but she worked for it, worked for that win harder than she has before. She did. Isn't she did. part of, yeah, but isn't part of the reason of having an undefeated streak is to give this, like, <laughs> dominant, like, you know, badass yes, character, is. and instead it you is. have her getting her, her ass kicked the whole match. And it is, Raj. It is. Yeah, so she just had her, you know, beat up, and she lucks out, and and you know, squeaks out a win at the end. I think that just defeats the whole purpose of of doing this undefeated streak. If he had Goldberg just getting kicked around for a twenty minute match, and then he lucks into a a spear. Um. Anyway. Uh, That's nothing else to add to that. That's one hundred percent right. Everything you just said. (laughs) Well, yeah, and it depends on what type of streak we're talking about. Look, if you're a babyface who's, you know, continually the underdog and you have to pull things out of your arsenal to win every match, that's one thing. But if you're a killer, like how Asuka has been set up, um, yeah, being crafty to pull out a win isn't your isn't your playbook. So I thought all in all, tonight, this was a great match. Um, I liked how they did the promo with Alexa and Mickey backstage during um, with the commentary there. And I got to say, I mean, we've talked about this before, this is, uh, a couple weeks in a row, they've they've opened with women's segments and kept it going. I thought for the first half hour, this was actually really strong. And especially if you were tuning in for Ronda, I think putting this match on immediately afterwards was a fantastic way to showcase just how strong the women's division is. Yep. Yep. Um, after that, the Revival versus the Bar. Now, the stipulation for this match was if the Revival won, they were going to go on to face the Bar at WrestleMania – by throwing in that stipulation, I felt early on that it was unlikely the Revival was going to win. Um, but that being said, Matt, what did you think of this match itself? Great. Uh, great match as always. always. These guys are always phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed it thoroughly, actually. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Just jumped something about um, these segments sometimes that it just kind of took me out of the show for a bit. Like I, I just wasn't interested. I think I just figured the bar was winning the bar versus the revival is not a WrestleMania match. And uh, when they go like multiple segments for a match where, you know, the ending, I don't know. It, it, it kind of t- took me out of the show a little bit, but then again, you know, me and Glenn were talking about this before the show, the bar, their matches are always really strong. They're, they're really good in the ring, but um, I think just by Every week, it's match, 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 and not doing anything else with them. No story. No build. With this one, there kind of was, if you read between, not read between lines, but if you're paying attention. Okay, the bar last week said, oh, we're out of competition. The Revival said, oh, no, 
we want to we want to prove ourselves. I mean, I thought it was okay setup, but I feel like it's not that the quality dips when the bar has one of these long technical exhibitions. It just sort of uh, <laughs> plateaus, if that makes sense. Like Flat the show toes. builds. Yeah, they keep it. They keep the energy up, but it doesn't keep building and building and building. It sort of settles in. Because you realize it's no offense to him, because you realize after a while you're still watching the damn bar. Yeah. <laughs> who who do you think they go with at WrestleMania? You think it'll be the Hardys? I don't know. I, I really yeah. don't know. Yeah, so we're talking about things being predictable. Here's something that's uh, that's not. But the, okay, this isn't a good unpredictable. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, as long as it's not a, a eight tag team match you know oh god yeah. hopefully they got something planned you know what but... oh you know what i'll take a ladder match again well they just did one last year didn't they yeah but that doesn't matter how many years in a row were they doing the the ladder matches the multiple person ladder matches for one year is the intercontinental the next year was the u.s title yeah. um, um and i don't think they do a sanity or authors of pain call up for mania yeah, I don't see them throwing them right into a WrestleMania match. They seem like an after WrestleMania call. Yeah, not after. They are, and plus, I don't think there's enough excitement behind it anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I love both teams, you right. know, but but to, to, to hot shot either one of them right to WrestleMania, uh, it's not going to draw anything. You know, nothing against them. It's just this is the way it is. It's, it's just, team wrestling. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyone's guess. Real, real quick, Matt, did, did your uh, did your cable cut out like towards the end and then it cut yes. away to the biggie thing? Okay. Yes. Do you use a streaming service or are you on cable? Um, I don't know the answer to that. Do you watch on TV know. or you watch on Fire Fire Stick, right? Oh, oh no no no! Tonight was DVR DVR. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Um, so, yeah, we were trying to figure it out because someone Glenn was saying he heard some people that it was just people with. Streaming. Uh, so it was streaming that that happened, but anyway, no, mine was just good old USA Network. Huh? No, it did for me on Directv now. Um, but no, that was uh, it's kind of a weird, weird timing for it to happen. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, not so much weird, but just sort of odd. John yeah. Cena. Show, okay, so uh, the bar one yeah. revival is not facing them in Mania. Uh, there was that. Uh, there was that horror movie. Promo. Yeah, I was gonna say that was the first odd thing. The Strangers Pray at Night horror movie intercut with footage of Kane and The Undertaker and yeah, well, Bray Wyatt. Why I don't get these mashups that the kids they do for the kids nowadays, where they mash them up <laughs> with the whatever the show is? Because like, what if there's some little kid who's like, oh wow, The Undertaker's in that movie. I gotta see it, <laughs> you know? And man, it's just random. See no evil three. Kane's back. Yeah. I'm not. Then I stopped paying attention to what the movie's about, and I'm like, "What the hell is Undertaker?" Okay, and Bray Wyatt. By the in way, trailer for. yeah. By the way, Kane did very good at See No Evil. I agree, absolutely, hundred percent. He is a he's a he was a very good, believable killer. Well, and that was my first thought: was that is somebody in this from the WWE? Or are yeah. they? I don't think so. That? Yeah, I mean, just it was weird cross promotion for them to do especially for strangers i mean correct me if i'm wrong i I didn't see the first one but i've read a bit about it that's not a pg-13 horror film i mean that's sort of hard you know hard r they've they've done they've done several hard r movies yeah i mean see no evils was a hard r you know vince mcmahon wanted kane to have like a a two-foot penis in that movie (laughs) they cut that out 
Are you kidding me? No, that was one of the things in the original <laughs> script. Oh my god. <laughs> Raj, there should be an article on Wrestling Inc. Just like Vince oh, McMahon's like creative ideas, just that the incest storyline <laughs> with Stephanie he wanted to do. Yeah. Just, you know, get inside the mind of Vince McMahon. I mean, they're all out there, but yeah, to kind of put them all together in one. <laughs> yeah, just one roundup. <laughs> yeah. Sort of the craziest ideas. Um, but yeah, so that did that for the strangers, and then also a bit strange. Uh, John Cena on Raw plugging SmackDown, their pay-per-view Fastlane this Sunday, saying that's his road to WrestleMania. He's going to beat AJ Styles, become a 17-time, or uh, yeah, beat AJ Styles and beat Ric Flair's record to become a 17-time world <coughs> champion. Um, interrupted by Goldust, who, I mean, God love him, was out there just uh, spinning the yarn that he too wants to go to Mania and he's going to stop Cena. They get into a match. Um, spoiler, John Cena won, but, uh, this was just a really different segment. Yeah. It, it's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so weird. It's like, who came up with this idea? It was interesting when Cena was talking about SmackDown, like the crowd wasn't really reacting at all. Like there were like boos and, and no one caring. And then, uh, yeah. They're just, not going to see it. They're not going to see it. They're not seeing that live tonight. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Plus then the, like the match, then the match sucked with Cena and Goldust. And Goldust can go. Just uh yeah. they just didn't click. And that was their first match. I mean, really their first match ever. Yeah. I don't I can't think of one. Yeah, that's what they said. I, I believe it. Man, isn't it funny how good with Goldust they just haven't done anything? They've dropped the ball. I mean, I'm not saying he could be at the level of Undertaker, but I think he could, oh. if booked properly, could be at the level of Kane, perhaps, at this stage in his career. Maybe Mark Henry or Big Show. You know mm. what I'm, I'm? I'm just saying, like, he seems like there's someone that if they put some uh, investment into rebuilding him, he could have one last yeah, run. They, they tried it, and it didn't yeah. Didn't go far. And that feud with our truth that went nowhere. Um, man, though. So, yeah, suspension of disbelief. Uh, Goldust versus John Cena, the revival versus the bar. And after that, we had uh, the promo for the Symphony of Destruction match. This was announced online earlier today. Kurt Angle was backstage. Uh, Elias walked in with a guitar. I, for some reason, love that. I think this is the first sincere thing Elias had said ever in the WWE NXT where he said that he didn't want musical instruments to be used as weapons because you saw music as like a force. What do you say? Is a for, uh, the music should bring us together, not tear us apart. <laughs> <laughs> and in that moment, I just, I loved Elias. That's like the first time they've had him actually sort of take a beat and say something sincere. Uh, but yeah, Kurt wouldn't cancel the match built up for later. And there's a lot to talk about with that. That was a quite a standout segment. But before that, Bailey versus Mandy Rose. Now, this started with Bailey giving a promo in the ring to Charlie Caruso and was trying to talk about her stub of Sasha Banks with not doing that tag last week. But before she could really get into it, uh, Mandy Rose and Absolution came out. Paige talked to promo, talked about, you know, people being on your side, having your back. Um, and a good promo by Paige. I thought yeah. she was really good. For a second, I thought they were going to try and get Bailey to join Absolution. I'm like, hell yes. This is the Bailey heel turn we've all been waiting for. Uh, but that did not happen. Uh, Matt, what did you think of the match between Bailey and Mandy? Better than I expected. Yeah. Did you think this was going to be like horrible? Yeah. Not because I mean, of Bailey. Of course <laughs> not. Yeah. Mandy, uh, 
Mandy yeah. is uh, she's improved greatly in the short time she's been on the main roster. Yep, absolutely. No, and she was great. Uh, I thought it was a really good match. I, yeah, I wouldn't say it was really good. I, th- I thought it was, it was fine. Better than what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which uh, wasn't good. But I, I like the ending. I like the storyline with Sasha. I thought you know, Sasha coming in for the, the save. Bailey won, of course, and yeah. Sasha came in afterwards. And I thought that was, I thought all that was really strong. Bailey would not accept the hug. Nope. Do it. Rejected the hug. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was cool. I just, they got to give us a little bit more meat to this, though. I feel like they're trying to. Yeah, we got four four weeks to go. Oh, I mean, I don't know if they're going to do a singles match at WrestleMania. I mean, the card's pretty loaded. Or uh, if they're going to do a tag match and then do the split at Mania. You know, but uh, we still got a lot of time. It's true. How much How much of the Mania card do you think is locked at this point? Oh, uh, the majority. Yeah. But you feel like this is one of those, there's a couple of like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do this. No, I'm sure they've got the idea down <laughs> for what they want to do. Yeah, because if you told me this was leading to a singles match, and people online have speculated this is leading to a singles match between Bailey and Sasha Mania, I'd absolutely believe it. I just think they're doing it in the most sort of uh, half measure way possible because they don't want to explicitly turn the crowd against either of them, um, and they don't want to do give them like a be real better to have them in a singles match or have them have them do the the turn there. Hmm, that'd be huge. Yeah, I think that would be a bigger moment, like Sasha turning on Bailey or, or vice versa, than having them wrestle each other. Yeah, I think they feel that they've invested too much in each of them, and they're each too much important faces in the women's division for them to do anything that would make the audience outright not like one of them. Mm, I think they, I think they'd go with it quick. Like I think, I think- if Sasha turned on Bailey, they'd be into it. Look, they need to shit or get off the pot is what needs to happen. <laughs> well put. Um, but with Sasha, Sasha was an amazing heel in NXT. And I since agree. and they've they've resisted everything they could to take her back in that direction. And with uh Bailey, this is pretty uh pretty mild, right? I mean this Yeah, I don't I think it'd be Sasha turning heel, but that's why Bailey so would almost be better because it'd be more of a shock. Yeah. More like uh, dude, harder to picture. But- but do you have to do things just for the shock value aspect of it? Well, it depends. She could. She needs more of the shot in the arm than Sasha does. Like yeah. you know, you like what happened with Sammy. Like you know, you t- once he turned, it was a complete resurgence. So could what, could it be that with Bailey? I mean, who knows? I don't see it, but I didn't yeah, see it with right. Sammy either. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. To be yeah. Fair, I didn't either. So we'll talk about a controversial segment next in tonight's episode uh between alexa and naya but first let's thank the sponsor of this episode and raj this week we have keeps keeps yeah so uh you've heard us talk about it before keeps is the (laughs) easiest way to keep your hair they offer the only two fda approved hair loss products which are clinically proven to keep the hair you have and you could sign up in less than five minutes in fact they're entirely online and only 10 to 35 dollars a month so it's one dollar a day or less on average and this is half than what you typically pay at the pharmacy. Um, So you've heard us talk about it before. If hair loss is something that you are concerned about, not only if you're losing your hair, but if you're worried about losing your hair, you have to remember this isn't just your dad's problem. It can happen earlier in life than you think. And by 35, two out of three men will actually start losing their hair. But hair loss is actually easy to prevent if you get started early. And that's where Keeps comes in. They're a new company offering a simple, clinically proven, affordable way to stop hair loss. 
and it's easier than ever for guys like you to keep your hair. So to get started, it's so easy. You just answer a few questions, snap some photos. A licensed doctor will remotely review your information and give you the right prescription. And this all happens without you ever leaving your couch. Within two to three days, a three-month supply of your treatment will arrive perfectly packaged at your door. And I'm telling you, if you're, I know guys that have lost their hair and when they read about treatments like this, they go, oh my God, I wish I would have started earlier with the prevention to stop it from happening because once it's gone, it's a lot harder, folks. Uh, stop your hair loss today the easy way with Keeps. They're offering customized treatment plans with the only FDA approved hair loss products for about a dollar a day from the comfort of your couch and receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to keeps.com slash INC. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash inc and that's a free month of treatment at keeps.com slash inc keeps hair today hair tomorrow i'm telling you i'm you know 42 i'm at that age where so many of my friends are you know they have that issue where um you know if, if they would have tried it earlier uh they could have gotten a, a head start with you know keeping the hair that they have so if it's something you've thought about if you're uh, you know it's it's definitely definitely sooner than later to get on that so keeps when especially you know these days raj remember when we were growing up and you see this in older generations guys they're like losing their hair have the no hair on the tops and the sides these days you either have a full head of hair or you just go completely bald you have to like make a decision you know and to be in that place you know i'm just saying it's not easy with keeps you can definitely prevent that hair loss keep what you got and uh keep that hairdo tight um so tonight man uh backstage nia jack's Sort of crying, looking down. I mean, not not full on crying to start with, um, but Alexa with just a massive heel promo, uh, starting off. Complete I mean, Mean Girls. Oh my God! Yes. Starting off supportive, where she was starting off like supportive, and then just oh, you must have been so embarrassed out there. And. Going on about, well, because of your size and, you know, the scorn you drew as a child. And even today when we walked through the airport, I was like, dear God, like this is awesome. Awesome. <laughs> we yeah. all can relate. We all can relate to that. I think this was the best backstage segment that Nia has been involved in since she's been on the main roster. I thought she was fantastic. Her Enzo crying looked real. Oh, my God. What's that, like, Matt? The Enzo stuff was pretty good, too. The Enzo stuff this, was great. This, 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 this was better. No, and, right. you know, props to Nia one. Look, and I'm sure we're going to hear about this tomorrow because online people were saying, you know, calling her size into question. They, they haven't really done that before um, in the WWE, oh, but. This I'm makes sh- sense. She's going to she's going to be a big baby face out of this, Glenn. I agree. Believe you me. Tomorrow mm-hmm. and tomorrow, if not tonight, we're going to hear stories from backstage saying Nia told Alexa to shoot hard. Yeah. Really go for it. I mean. Look, props to Naya for putting it out there. I mean, that was, I mean, I'm using this term not to demean her looks, but, you know, as the kids say, she was doing an ugly cry. Sort of not the, just a few tears. She was doing the full-on, like, you know, eyes dripping, tears coming off her nose. I mean, she. this was so vulnerable. I agree with your point, Matt. She's a huge baby face after this promo. This is much larger than you guys are giving, than you're thinking. This is something where she's, I guarantee you, looking at this is, look, there's other big girls out there that are getting made fun of, getting clowned at school, getting bullied. What an opportunity for me because I'm comfortable within myself and within my body and I'm beautiful, you know, that I'm going to go put this out there and I'm going to get bullied on TV with a happy ending at the end of the day with me whipping her ass all over kingdom come, you know. But to put it out there, how relatable for young Mm -hmm. girls, maybe they're not being bullied for being, you know, big, but they may be bullied for being skinny or what other body types out there. 
you know, that they that girls get bullied for. This is a huge opportunity for her to yep. be a, like an immense baby face. And the parent in me, I was like, nah, go get her, you know, like, yeah. I'm like you know, like it, it just struck a chord with me. And yeah. uh, I so thought Alexa cool. pulled it off beautifully. She was such a, you know, the little mean conniving. Girl. Yep. The, the perfect mean girl. She's, you know, she's been pretty cold lately. And I felt like this angle, this made me interested in seeing them have a match. Me too. Me too. A lot more. I'd say 50% more even. A hundred, yeah. man. I had no, no desire before <laughs> this. And uh, now yeah. I'm like really uh, interested in it. And to that point, I could see the WWE using that as an opportunity, especially if they're going to put the title yeah. on Nia at Mania. Talk about inclusiveness. Um, they will yes. flip this around. Notice Good. they haven't done the Be A Star stuff in a while. What a great opportunity to bring that back, um, especially with they, a bit more female focus. Yeah, but it's been a while since that was a big TV thing. On TV. I, I hope they stay off of that. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just glo- it's a, it's a global opportunity. Yeah, I'm not saying, you know, for, for, for girls and boys for that matter, even. I just think this is huge. Yeah. And props for her to pull that off and be comfortable with it. It's what, Matt, what you said is something that everyone can relate to in some facet of their life that they've yep. seen it, experienced it. So uh, kudos. I thought it was really well done. Man, and uh, for Alexa, God. Um, so here's the question, though. They said during Asuka's match that Asuka's going to be facing. Alexa, and I don't know if this was just uh, Cole or Coach, you know, not uh, thinking before they spoke, but said that uh, basically Asuka is going to be facing Alexa for the Raw Women's Championship at Mania. We haven't seen confirmation of that anywhere. No, no, no. They, they, so I think it's all by design. I'm, I'm betting you that Asuka shows up at Fastlane after Charlotte wins, and, and that's how they, really? you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'll fetch anything that that's what they do. Oh, I like that. Cool. Yeah, so it deflects the attention, makes you think that she's facing Alexa, even though she technically never said, and then boom, you know, then it all makes sense when she shows up and challenges Charlotte. Mm. What a shot in the arm for, um, you know, this upcoming SmackDown pay-per-view. It's kind of weak. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I keep forgetting there's a (laughs) (laughs) pay-per-view. As soon as Cena said the promo, after he was done, I forgot that there's a pay-per-view this Sunday. It's just kind of one of those that it's a total placeholder. Oh man. Um, so yeah, Alexa, man, monster heel, uh, Naya solidified baby face tonight. Major props to her for putting herself out there like that, being so vulnerable on camera. Bigger um, star tonight out of the two of them. Give her, her, you know what I mean? Everyone's always impressed with Alexa and her promos and she's money. We already know that, but what we saw out of, a, I can't keep talking about it and I can't, Dick right enough, for lack of a better word, of of of, of, of how good, of how girl, how good old girl was here. Yeah, guys, yeah. that was it was a. I just that was huge. She that could have been screwed up so badly. She could have half-assed it. She could have been uncomfortable with it. She could have done a million different things that this has not worked. I love Mickey James. She's a very good friend of mine. She never went all the way in on that Piggy James stuff. She mm-hmm. never went all the way in on it. And I don't mean to say that to, to crap on her. I'm just saying that I'm using it as my example of a mean girl bully uh, 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 angle that didn't really work to where it could have gone had the baby face fully invested themselves all the way in. And she put herself all the way out there tonight. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. And because and, emotion can be tough to, you know, convey. Yeah, and absolutely. So you don't see many people pull off the cry very well. And no. it was done here. Well, especially, I mean, 
I, I don't want you know misuse the term bravery, but I think that for Naya to do mm-hmm. that and become yes, it is. camera focused so tightly on her face while she's doing that, not cut away. Think about on other TV, what you would see even on re- reality shows when someone is losing it like that, they mm-hmm. cut away, they're putting their mm-hmm. hand over to do that. Huge amount of vulnerability, immense mm-hmm. respect for Nia Jax for putting herself in that position. Um, yeah, I mean, just and, sh- and, and, and shows and shows some really good range. She's improving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Symphony of Destruction match tonight. Elias. Versus you heard the the Strowman promo first. The selfie promo with the words flying at the screen. So they're even doing that uh, with match challenge. Uh, yeah. Horrible. Jesus. Horrible. Oh yeah, no, no, that was for the match tonight. He had two promos, two selfie he, promos tonight. Yeah, this the selfie promo for the match with Elias with words flying Blame. at the screen. I mean, can I, I cannot stand. It just drives me insane. I don't know why I'm so. Uh, I'm so drawn up into that. I just hate those things. <laughs> I hate everybody does, right? <laughs> I figured everyone hates this. Yeah, no? it's like yeah. I haven't readers. seen anyone that likes it. Readers, actually, I have readers, listeners, and watchers of our show, um, <laughs> viewers, chime in right now if you guys like seeing the stupid pop-up words on the screen, please. Yeah, anyone that likes them, please shoot it. Please say that you do, and Toward I don't know what we'll I, do. I don't think anybody likes it. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's for kids. Like they think that kids like it. <laughs> yeah, like under twelve. Like that's the Nickelodeon <laughs> maybe, thing. Maybe the WWE just realized, like you know, kids love yeah. to read. Yeah. Um, I, I don't get like I have a, a four year old. Granted, he's not ten and watching Nick, but he's watching Disney Junior, and that stuff ain't happening on that channel. Yeah. So, well, I think I think people are being sarcastic when they're saying they're liking it. They are. We should have said, guys, tell us which ones you don't like. Peter saying it's different, so I enjoy different. Please, I don't believe that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's because it's different. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Watching someone take a, a dump on screen for a half an hour is different. different. It doesn't mean it's good. Some weeks, some could compare that to what Vince, Vince McMahon does with some episodes of Raw. Um, but yeah, it's uh, oh man. Um, so Symphony of Destruction, man. Uh, you know my only complaint with this, man. Just first, Elias starting out with the piano. Oh my god. Just uh, what can he do? Yeah, did he's you guys awesome. That was so. He what was can so this good. dude do? What can he do? <laughs> He and should I, come out with like the symbols tied to his legs. What are those guys oh, called? The one, one man, man, man. Yeah, the one man, man. <laughs> with a kazoo in his mouth. <laughs> he's so good. He is so talented, man. He, he's fun you, to watch. Like I, I hey, enjoyed this entire thing. Do you guys? I'm sorry, uh, uh, Glenn. Really quick. Do you guys believe Triple H when he says things like, "You know, we have guys and girls that we sign to contracts that we know are going to be NXT. They're going to be huge on NXT, and our hope is to develop them for Raw. Others." We have a plan in place where we know they're going to be bigger on the actual Raw and SmackDown broadcast, and maybe not so much NXT. Do you believe that? Because that's what he said about what's his name here. Uh, yeah, Elias. Strowman, Elias. 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 Yeah. Do you believe that crap, or you just think like, dude, you got lucky. This dude <laughs> did really <laughs> is just killing it and making the most of this ridiculous angle, this character you gave him, and he made it money. Well, I also think he's a bigger guy. And when you see those bigger guys that necessarily aren't like, you know, Finn Balor in the ring, because you know, you know, you get a smaller guy that's very talented. It's probably going to work in NXT. Now, if that will translate to the main roster, you know, that's that's much harder. Um, but right. you get 
you know, I mean, I'm sure Triple H sees that. Yeah. Okay. With, with some you people. Because so, Strowman was one, I guess you could throw, you could say was like that as well. Yeah. He, he yeah, didn't he even use him in NXT. Yeah. They never used him on NXT television, if I'm not mistaken. I think he I was, so. he worked live events, but that was it. So. Yeah, I, I think, mean, yeah, they're not always right about. It. I mean, I have a feeling part of the reason Apollo Cruz was so fast tracked is they thought that he would really shine on the main roster. But then too. you look at him and you see his height, and you know that those yeah Vince doesn't push short guys ever. You know, for that yeah. for at at the top level. <clears throat> because he's so muscular, I thought he'd be able to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this match tonight had me thinking, you know, if it ends up being these two guys going one-on-one at Mania and they pull out all the stops and do something on this level, I don't think that, you know, I mean, I think they could still be a star-making turn for the both of them, um, that they're not going to need to pair them with more experienced performers to elevate them. I think that uh, putting on a great match with some sort of fun setup like this will elevate them almost just as much. I don't think they could keep this up until Mania. I mean, Strowman already beat him clean here, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what else you do with it. How do you go into WrestleMania without a surefire frigging program for your <laughs> giant six foot eight, 380-pound baby face? I don't get this. Yeah, like the most popular guy pretty much right now. Is, they don't have anything for him. Yeah. It's so, it's so irresponsible. Yeah. Well, I mean, the belief is so that the John Bravo, his, his video is dropping either tomorrow right. or Wednesday. Tomorrow or John Wednesday. John Bravo, hurry up with this crap already, dude. Like, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, but that, what, what if it was uh, other people in the main event that are also implicated in this thing? So who knows? You know, everyone's getting on Roman Reigns, but he's saying he's got 15 other wrestlers involved, including a WWE legend that spent over 140 grand, you know, with this, uh, this country, <sighs> WFN. Wow. What do you got? All right, let's make predictions. Who do you think the legend will be? <laughs> I don't think we, we can't do that. I don't think so. I, no. I think that's uh, defamation, right? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Slander. Sorry. One of the two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can kind of guess a legend that can afford that kind of stuff. You know, he's, that's no longer with the company. It really shortchanges it to probably like five people. You know. I yeah. know I think it is. Yeah, we can, t- we can talk off air. <laughs> uh, but no, this was great tonight. This match was fantastic. Um, yeah, curious to see where they go next. I know Braun is going to keep winning these, but um, man, just this is so good. This yeah, was it was so fun. Good. This was fun. This whole thing was fun. My, was. My, my only note was Braun rushed the line when he was like, I told you I'm right. not finished with you. Right. I was like, dude, that's like one of your catchphrases. That's probably the <laughs> biggest catchphrase. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not finished you know, come with get, you. Come yeah. these hands is money. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, um, I, like, I like this whole thing. Yeah, this was fantastic. Uh, back from the break, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I guess. He won't go away. Yeah. yeah. And I'm it's a fan of his. I hate, I hate saying these mean things. But guys. And now, same with Matt Hardy. We're, you know, we've talked about how we're fans of both these guys. But this whole feud has just sucked. Major... Uh, Donkey balls. Mm-hmm. Trying not to say it, but okay. But so, <laughs> the big news out of this is that Bray Wyatt, uh, after beating Rhino, Matt Hardy came on screen and teased the ultimate deletion for uh, Bray versus Matt at the Hardy Compound. So we saw Vanguard one. We saw yeah. the boat. We saw Yay. the whole thing. Um, 
where are they going to do this? I mean, the damn compound. compound. No, no, no. I mean, but like, what? When is this going to be on an episode of Raw? Like, yeah, I I think they get get it in the can and use it whenever. Yeah, I think they do it. You know what I would do? If Jeff Hardy can come back, you do it like two weeks or whatever. You have Jeff Hardy come in at the end of the match. Boom, he's in. Matt Hardy wins. You end this thing. You got the Hardys go for the tag titles against the Bar at Mania. But it's Matt and Brother Nero. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it would I mean, be if it's at the compound. Man, so, um, I, I'll dig that. I think I think this that could be this could be good if they do this. And you know so, the bar. You know how I was always saying like they need a straight man to you know with this Woken character, and I think the bar could be that team. You know, like, yes, yes, I do too. Yeah. Yep. We shall see. So yeah, I'm sure soon. Soon, 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 this will happen. Don't, you, you don't, hey, guys, you don't think it'd be cool if it's at the compound match that Brother Nero comes up out of the lake? Yeah, that's what I was oh, thinking. Yeah. Like you have Jeff Hardy. That's how Jeff Hardy's return. If you do that, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Granted, you lose the pop in the arena live, but I don't care. I think it's worth it. Yeah. To do it differently here. It's just a different way to do it. I mean, what's the last match? What's the last great match that they had that wasn't inside the arena? No. During a, a Raw or a pay-per-view, you know, or a pay-per-view. I or can't. Smackdown. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing. Because it's not their form. Hollywood backlap brawl with Piper and Goldust. <laughs> Piper and Goldust. I mean, Kurt and Shane, you know, there, there's been some yeah. here and there. It's just it's, it's such a change from stuff. format. Such a change yeah. from format that it's tough. But look, I think if it's done, if it's cool, I mean, if it's better than that uh, New Day at the Wyatt Compound match oh, or the House of Horrors match. They tried so hard to copy that, by the way. Yeah. They yeah. tried. It was such a ripoff. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the Miz came out, did the Mizzies tonight, interrupted by, <laughs> oh my God, that thing with Jason, George, like your bastard son in the clips. That was fantastic. <laughs> um, but Seth and Finn came out and all that really happened. Uh, got a three on two handicap match between the yep. Miz, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel versus Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. Seth and Finn won, and then as we predicted last week, it's going to be a triple threat for the IC title between Seth, Finn, and The Miz at WrestleMania. Why did I think they made that announcement last week already? Because they, they did everything to make you believe that was happening, except announcing <laughs> it. And say, P.S., this is the match. Okay. Yeah. yeah, by the way, it's happening. What would you guys think? It was good tonight, you know. The Miz-Tourage match? Yeah, what did you think of the match? Um... I thought I thought it was yeah I thought it was fine I liked I liked uh, I liked the finish but really the promo was the most memorable thing for me but I thought I thought Seth and Finn looked good. This is this 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 could be I'm not gonna say a match a show stealing match it's gonna be the top three match I have a feeling a mania. I agree with that. I hope they give it time, but yeah, I think if they give it enough time, it definitely could. I think be. they will. I think they will. I do. Who yeah. would you have win it? Ooh. Yikes! I think it has to be Finn Balor. It has to be. Right. This puts him on that that intercontinental level that I hate to admit because I think I think so much more of him. I think of him in that main event angle and level talent, right? I just do. But right now, for what's been doing, how they've been presenting him, this is a good, solid holding place for him until he gets that smile out of his system before. <laughs> You know, he starts to really settle back in in a different way on his own without the other two. You know what I mean? And becomes this main event talent that we all know he can be. Yeah. Um, he's just missing something. I don't know what it is yet, 
But by putting him in with a title, intercontinental title, it means something. He and Miz, he could continue to go back and forth with Miz. I'd be all for that, even after Mania. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Miz say what anybody can say what they want about him. Miz can make can make a star. He made John Cena. John Cena, one of the biggest stars of WWE history. He made John Cena and his girlfriend relevant in WrestleMania when nobody gave a shit about those two. Do you feel like Seth could almost use it more right now, though? Because Finn is kind of cold. I, I don't know Seth if it would is, really warm him that's up why, that much. That's why. Because Seth doesn't need this. Seth does not need this. He, he just doesn't. Seth, Seth, my opinion, is performing at a main event level right now. I do. Mm. I, I honestly think I honestly think Miz is winning. I think there's there's already enough <laughs> title changes that are happening that you know they don't like too many titles to change hands. You got the world title that's going to change Finn with Reigns this. beating Lesnar. You're going to have the women's title. I'm sure Oscar oh, well. beats Charlotte. Um, then everybody I, wins a title. I, I think Miz escapes and, and they start going to his record because then he's only a couple weeks away from that 60 day record. And they've been the really pushing. The, yeah, up. they've been pushing that a lot. So Finn needs this. Either that or he has to go to SmackDown. I mean, there's okay, nothing left. That. If that happens, that's different. Okay. Um, Finn? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that. He gets a restart, but he needs to change some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the blue gear, though. They, they've been rocking lately. <laughs> I miss the black. I get this it probably doesn't make him look as pale, but it's just so different. I'm going to tell yeah. you a little secret that Davari wants, of all people, again, the guy's mm-hmm. like 10 or 12 years younger than me, uh, taught me because he was in the business longer than me, and he'll forget this too, probably. Uh, but that is, you want to wear multiple wrestling colored gear, right? Different colored trunks for action figures. So, oh, Jack yeah. specific back in the day would have to make <laughs> a Matt Morgan with white trunks, a Matt Morgan with black trunks, a Matt Morgan with blue trunks. It's yeah. true. Funko Funko, on his part. Those variants, uh, those Funko <laughs> variants, man. You know, um, yeah, Seriously. absolutely. Now, hopefully, so, hopefully they do something where Finn gets pissed too and wants to come out as the demon because that's it's been a while oh, since he's yeah. done the demon. Yeah, at Mania, man, like I feel like Mania. What a letdown if at Mania he doesn't do the demon? Yeah, uh, is there rumors? I mean, like, why is he not doing it? Do we know why he's not doing it, uh, Raj? I have no idea. I think. I think they only want to do it when there's like a storyline reason to, as opposed to he's just dressed up like the demon. He's like, you know, still... he was doing the thing with, with Sister Abigail before uh, that fell apart. Oh, I got, don't you guys kind of wish time. that it happened? Don't you guys kind of oh, yeah. have morbid curiosity that that, like, what they were going to do with Bray with that? Like, I kind of want to know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm bummed it didn't happen. Yeah, but but not for the reason like oh my god I thought that no. would be so cool. not that it would be awesome for a like, car crash yeah car would crash. this be worse than the house of Cross horrors ah <laughs> oh, it's the little things folks that that keep us amused um <laughs> so the last segment of the night Paul Heyman is there uh so yeah some people raw cut out a bit right when Heyman came out um mine did came back on before he got to the ring he started cutting a promo. Okay, this was kind of weird. Uh, referred to the title as Brock's bitch, and then uh, referred to the title also as a, as a female, as a she. I thought that was like, oh, like it didn't make me uncomfortable till then you called it female. Um, but then proceeded to go on and on and on about you know the responsibilities, talking about if your dad dies, you can't leave, you have to defend this. Um, doing a different Paul Heyman promo to give him credit. This wasn't the exact same one we've heard before. But uh, then Roman comes out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you guys think it would have been smarter to keep Roman off TV this week? I think mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think Heyman too. I th- I felt like he just went way too long. He, I didn't I didn't like the promo. Surprisingly, I like I love Paul Heyman, but didn't like it. Yeah, it felt like he repeated himself. Like he did five you minutes, know, and and it was it was hitting <laughs> home, and then he just did the same exact promo again. It's what he does every week. I mean, tonight's <laughs> okay. Tonight's context was different, but it was still like you said an auto repeat. Mm-hmm. And even when if it wasn't in this context or something different tonight, it still would be something we've heard three hundred one other times. Nothing <laughs> new. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you. I think Paul is super talented, and I love him. But, man, it's, uh, it's just been a long time of kind of hearing the same kind of stuff. Let Brock talk already. <laughs> Especially if he's, leave, if he's leaving soon. Oh, please. Then let Brock just give him a live mic and let him go to town. Yeah. Yep. Let him be out there and be like, yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. If you don't care, I don't <laughs> show up. Whatever. I'm at home while you suckers are out here. Busting your ass. Pull out his phone, yep. show his bank balance on the app, you know? <laughs> that's a good, that'd be actually a good heel segment. Oh, yeah. Shit, I should have done that once. That's good. Yeah. Like, and part of this, because all you marks buy my merchandise. Yes. Yeah. What great heat. Yeah. So oh, this probably God. had more cussing than anything on WWE TV in a long time. Because a bitch. Yeah. And well, the Paul Heyman said BS, which was bleeped out. Um, and he said, shoot. He said, shoot. You want to come out here and shoot? I mean, that. He, he's done that before. Yeah. But it always seems so weird when they do that, when they like call it out like that. Yeah. Right. To yeah. me, it lost his luster in the ECW pay per view. Yeah. Like, anytime they say, especially him. You want to shoot? Like, as soon as you do that, you lose me. Yeah. I think the first, he did it way back in the day with Jerry Lawler, like on Raw one time when they did the ECW invasion. And the first one, right? it was like, yeah, I didn't, you know, like you never heard that term on TV. So it was like very different. No. But now I, I still didn't know what it meant back then. You know that? Yeah. I mean, it was, this I was kind know. of before, uh, yeah. You know what this was during the time of? This is when I used to, I was in college in Hawaii and I used to go on WrestleScoops.com. <laughs> you know, no, I know what you're, you're Scoops Wrestling. Oh, maybe it was that. Yeah. That, yeah. And, Ra, that and Raja WWE. I don't remember. Yeah. And then I, I remember. We with Scoops Wrestling for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, with Al Isaacs. Al I, Isaacs. I don't know any of those people are. I just know yeah. this. There was a kind of a sort of soft porn. This is all right. My wife's going to shoot me. Um, <laughs> it was w, I think it was called WCW slash WWF.com. And you could see like any of the, the, the WWF girls that were like doing Playboy or, or, or like especially the WCW girls like Tyleen Buck. Like oh, yeah. you'd see them half naked and stuff like that. So like freshman in college, you're like, ah, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> but like the internet was so different then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody uses it to look at naked people anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm saying, you know what I mean. Just around re- on wrestling specifically, like I didn't know what the word shoot meant. I really didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like I it. got, I got introduced to it, guys. Like when NWO was making new members come in each week. That's when I got put onto the internet. Started checking it out. Right. Like even words like angle and uh, kayfabe oh, and all those. K- I didn't even pronounce it correctly. I'd say kayfabe. Yeah, when I when 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 I first saw it in Mick Foley's book as a fan, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I thought and it was weird. Weird. Yeah, like you said, a shoot or work. It's, uh... it's weird, weird language. And then when I got into <laughs> business, my friend like Nova and others, they were always talking like with words saying like gimmick and ang- like you're talking about work. 
I'm like, I'll never talk like that in real life. That sounds so <laughs> stupid. Sure enough, six months later, every other word is a wrestling lingo word. You know, my wife's like, ha, look at you. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, Game of Thrones. I remember watching it with my wife and uh, Jamie Lannister. Like, he was like this really irredeemable bad guy at the beginning. And then, mm-hmm. I was, and then he kind of... Tr- turns and i'm like hey you had a baby face turn my wife's like what yep. you're using your wrestling terms on game of thrones now That's definitely bad. especially for that guy yes <laughs> yeah huge 180 for him um oh so we didn't mention it but they announced today hillbilly jim going into the yeah. hall of fame oh that's great he, he will be so oh, that's awesome awesome a ton of hogan and tons of mentions of hogan in his story yeah. tonight yep which uh interesting put him on yeah, no, I know, I know. I mean, what I'm saying is that they keep kind of, I think, I feel like they keep ratcheting it up to see what people will take. You know what It I mean? seems like they do, and then they dis- he disappears again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with Hillbilly Jim, you kind of have no choice. Oh, yeah. He was brought yes, in by you Hulk, know. you know. The lifting segments together, the drinking the, uh, not Ico Pro, Hulk Hogan's like special protein shake, if you watch it. <laughs> right. It is awesome. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And Hillbilly was a big dude, even comparable to Hulk. Yeah, back then. And this guy, when I was there with WWE and WrestleMania weekend would come, let me tell you right now, Hillbilly Jim would drop what he was doing and would be at every event possible, even if he wasn't asked, to help participate. He's such a great representative of that company, and he's going to appreciate this more than most, seriously. He was on that that WWE reality show. Remember they did Legends House? And he was the only one that seemed like the only good person? He <laughs> just had like really his wits about him. Didn't seem like a crazy old loon. And, uh, he wasn't. <laughs> you know, no, he you're just, right. He's just really cool. He seemed like someone that'd be fun to hang out with. So um, he is, man, and super humble. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly how we came across on that. You would not know he was a legend. He did not act like right, him. right. Um. No. So yeah. All in all, interesting episode of raw tonight on the road to wrestlemania some hits some misses yeah i felt like there were more hits than misses definitely more hits really quick so what was the main event what was the very last thing i feel like i'm missing something that was the roman thing that uh brock is coming next okay week. I, I, I didn't miss that then okay yeah yeah all right so we gotta get into a couple of these other news items jonathan coachman too that came out just like during raw tonight yeah. um a real quick ray mysterio uh you know he's what? been i'm sorry go ahead matt what happened with Coachman? All right. <laughs> let's get to that first. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. So uh, let me get her name up real quick. One second. So this lady, um, this woman, uh, Adrian Lawrence, she first came out uh, with a complaint uh, last winter against John Bucci Gross. Buki Gross. I'm, I'm sure Coach. I'm not saying his name right. Um, so he's a sports center anchor. Sports center anchor. Yep. Yeah. And so... She came out with some complaints about him like last December. So ESPN said they did their own investigation and they released this, this text message chain between John and uh, Adrian Lawrence and seemed to say, you know, seemed to show that they were friends and just texting back and forth and all that. And then they said something to the effect of, well, if she wants, she could file a lawsuit or something like that, but they weren't punishing anyone. So she filed a lawsuit, uh, came out today, uh, it came out, um, I'm sorry, she filed it on Sunday, 
a uh, sexual harassment discrimination lawsuit against ESPN for incidents going back to 2015. She's saying that ESPN did not address her complaints, and uh, she lists a lot of former employees um, of ESPN. Mm-hmm. One of those is Coachman. Now, the stuff she's saying with Coachman is that, and this is really it, um, that involves her directly, but he said that he reached out to her to be a mentor, um, and then she said that he tried to turn the relationship personal by asking him about her musical preferences. Uh, then what? she says, yeah, yeah. So wait, wait, wait. wait then wait, she said, <laughs> then she said that she was advised by colleagues that Coachman sexually harassed female employees, including uh, the Sports Center anchor Sarah Walsh, and. She said that she told Coachman that she had a boyfriend and then she didn't hear back from him. So her direct stuff with Coachman was really nothing. But he is named in this lawsuit. He's not being sued. ESPN is being sued. They're being sued for running uh, this environment, I guess. Of uh, So Coach, like any other guy, was attracted to an attractive-looking female. She says, hey, I have a boyfriend. And he never responded again. Is that really it? That's all, there, she's, that's all she has, yeah. Was there something else? About so how do you marriage? sue somebody for that? She's oh, not suing him. You. She's suing ESPN for the climate. And uh, Gotcha. So, who is this woman? What's her name? Um, Her name's Adrian Lawrence. So I'll, I'll read the whole thing. On or around January 18, 2016, SportsCenter anchor Jonathan Coachman emailed Miss Lawrence offering to provide her with mentorship and providing a cell phone number. When he contacted her via text, he quickly turned a professional conversation into a personal matter, asking her about her musical interests. He was employing the ESPN Predators playbook. This is from her lawsuit. Uh, colleagues then cautioned Ms. Lawrence that Coachman was notorious for sexually harassing female employees. After learning that, Ms. Lawrence made an effort to communicate to Coachman that she had a boyfriend, after which she did not hear from him again, and he made no offers of mentorship. And what, the- why, would he, why is he just mentoring just regular people? I don't understand. Um, what's that? I don't get it. Did she want a job with ESPN? Why would he mentor somebody? Yeah, so I guess she's you know a young employee and and uh, yeah, she was working uh, in there as a legal analyst. Um, and uh, the lawsuit isn't all about Jonathan Coachman. She's saying that no, it's I get it. I right get with it. misogyny. She's saying according to her suit, male executives and talented ESPN keep scoreboards naming fa- female colleagues they are targeting for sex. She also alleges the men openly watch porn on their computers and made comments in her wow. presence that made her uncomfortable. Wow. So Coachman is an aspect of this suit, but just to be clear, <sighs> all of these claims are not targeted at Jonathan Coachman. I, 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 I wrestled in, in a wrestling locker, you know, for companies with wrestling locker room, with true locker room talk, okay? Mm-hmm. That would get a lot of people in trouble probably. And I've never once seen any of our guys sitting there whipping out porn on a computer. Yeah. I just, I mean, I, I just, I mean, who knows though? You want to know who knows because... What is it? Uh, MSN, not MSNBC, uh, um, Fox News, uh, uh, CNN. These people have been taken to the woodshed as well with truths that have happened with these type of, you know, huge names. Yeah. You know, that you would think would no, do it's... these things, they end up doing them. So you got to play devil's advocate with this. You really, you have to entertain the she said side of the he said versus she said side of the story, no matter what. You just do nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think Cause you just, never be- know. just because what she says that Coachman did might not be that big of a deal to someone. Um, the whole climate and the atmosphere, and the if whole, she, you know, right. if if that's how it is, and and, and you feel like, yeah. you know, it's it's a certain way. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, 
Is that um, really, that's crazy. People are bringing up like she said there was text and photos, so it's not her. Is she saying that? Um, right. There was another. Um, another. You said, person. What's her name? She's, she's, Walsh. What's her name? Walsh. Sarah Walsh. Is, yeah. Yeah, she's saying that Sarah Walsh uh, said that Coachman uh, had sent her inappropriate photos of himself and text messages, falsely telling her colleagues that they were romantically involved and that she wanted him. But again, it's not Walsh that's uh, filing this lawsuit. It's Adrian Lawrence. Sarah Walsh still worth it? I don't know. She was pretty good, um, I always thought. Yeah. Um, Raj, I don't know if you have the statement yet. Bixenspan, David Bixenspan just tweeted. Worst that- name ever. David, don't tweet. Don't tweet anything, Dave. You're the worst name ever. <laughs> Tweeted that their statement, uh, WWE statement on these harassment allegations against Jonathan Coachman in the ESPN lawsuit. WWE says we take these matters very seriously and that aren't uh, and are investigating. Okay. So take that for what it's worth, Raj. I'm sure you'll have something in your inbox shortly. Yeah. Coach, Coach is a smart man. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, so Rey Mysterio, you know, he's been rumored to be heading back. He is supposedly having a, a meeting with Triple H sometime soon. And he was working an independent wrestling event on Friday and during a tag match, and it looked like he torn his left biceps. It looked like it occurred uh, during the oh, end of the match. Oh, my God. And uh, he had heavy swelling in his left arm afterwards. He's getting oh, it checked right. out. No word yet on what that is, but... Um, Man. No, dude, you don't need the money. What are you doing? Yeah. Half these shows until you get to go back to WWE. And tonight, John Cena did tease in his promo that once he Damn wins it. the uh, title at Fastlane, that he wants AJ to invoke his re- rematch clause at WrestleMania and make it a triple threat between Cena, Nakamura, and AJ Styles. Ooh. Which was interesting, him floating that. I mean, Ooh. I like that match. I like that match a lot. It's yeah. good. It's not. I'll take that match. Undertaker, but I don't care. But we got Nakamura. <laughs> we got Nakamura yeah. moved the hell up a little bit here, so I yeah. like that. Be very That's good for Nakamura. It's not. Happening. It would. <laughs> stop being a dream killer. It's not happening. It's Why? it's it's Cena and Taker. Oh, definitely. Yeah. What the hell happened between the, the, the last week? What we I think that was an inaccurate report on Sports Illustrated. Oh, even though I said it's possible for it to be an accurate report. You did. He did. Hey, hey, I didn't deny it. I said Where was my private text message, Matt? You know what? (laughs) This is why we pay you the big bucks, man. I feel like in this business, I mean, the majority is speculation. This this is why, I mean, people can predict whatever they want. It happens or it doesn't happen. And if you're (laughs) right one out of 100 times, oh, my God, look, you knew something, you know? Yeah, true. Um, but you do think it's Sports Illustrated. They know something we don't know. They're a real legitimate. I hate to use the word legitimate, but you know what I mean? They're, they're Sports Illustrated. I, I have to say, tw- uh, 15 years ago, I wrote for Sports Illustrated for kids covering video Whoa, games. Oh, I love that. He's a collect the baseball cards from that. Yeah. Um, Sports Illustrated for kids had stricter journalistic standards than Wired Magazine or any of the other much oh, wow. bigger adult publications I ever wrote for. Um, like oh, SI for kids. Bro. Like thoroughly checked everything i don't know if that's the case with justin barrasso and what he does online but 15 uh-huh. years ago their editorial standards were huge glenn real quick yeah. people like when we talk about sideshow stuff like this what what else who else did you write for what other magazines well i wrote for wired uh the san francisco newspaper was my big wow. one uh, san francisco examiner but GameSpot wow. was one of the original editors at GameSpot on the video game side and Sweet. uh 
uh, Wizard Magazine back in the day, the comic book yes. magazine. Yeah, uh, I wrote their uh, video game stuff for a couple issues. What did you write for GameSpot specifically? Uh, the console side. So in the video game side of GameSpot, I was yeah. the reviews and previews editor for Very GameSpot cool. on all the video game consoles, N64, PlayStation, Sega Saturn back at the time. Oh, Sega Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 1996, Dude, 97. That yeah. was a big deal. Remember Neo Geo, by the way? Oh, yes. Uh, Jeff Gersman still out. has my Neo Geo. Jeff Gersman still at GameSpot. Has my Neo it was Geo. awesome. Borrowed it from me 20 years ago and has not given it back. Baseball stars, uh, Sandra O, oh, whatever his name is, best baseball player in video game history. <laughs> well, I was a big video game guy. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. You know now. what the Neo Geo was? <laughs> no. It was arcade gaming in your home. Huge. It was the idea Way that. Way ahead uh, of its time. Yeah, King of Fighters. Remember, um, what were some yep. of the other ones? Uh, it was uh, huge. The graphics were on a whole yeah. different level, uh, uh, Raj. Samurai like, Showdown. There was the no idea more 16 bit or 32 bit. Yeah. This was huge. I think 64 or something. Because the it system was, was before this, like Nintendo, well before. It. Um, well, around the same time, because Neo Geo no was ninety three. You're right, Matt. So what the gimmick was that SNK said, okay, remember how Street Fighter was in the arcade and it was awesome, or Mortal yep. Kombat was in the arcade and it was awesome. Then you played on the SNES and you were like, hey, this isn't yeah. as good as the arcade. Neo yeah. Geo was the exact same system. Now it costs yeah. like five hundred bucks and cartridges were one hundred and fifty dollars so a piece. Rich. Yep. But you could play exactly what you played in the arcade at home. You yeah. made friends with the kid who had this. We only exactly. had one kid in our school who had it, and we all are fighting <laughs> to be his friend. Yeah. <laughs> it was well, incredible. Uh, yeah, I guess I missed that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my God, the wrestling games back then. I, my, my name was in Nintendo uh, Power Magazine when I was a kid. Oh, nice. That was my first Love big, Nintendo uh, Power. big breakthrough. That was awesome. I love Nintendo Power, too. That came in the mail? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right, cancel my plans for the day. Yep. This is this is what's happening. Oh yeah. Real quick. What, um, yeah, what's up? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. What were you gonna say? Uh, also, this weekend, Le Brock Lesnar faced Kane at a live event in Chicago. It was uh, th <laughs> thirty-five seconds. Except after the match, instead of doing the usual post-match like a little celebrating, he just took off to the back. So they're they're playing off this this angle, you know that. Uh, he doesn't care to be there. So it was, it was really smart. The fans were pissed. Right. Um, what did we say? Didn't you say, did you have a really good idea that he should no-show shows or something? Yeah, just not show up until, until yeah. uh, like the last Mania. couple, like like the last Raw or... Yeah, and just be a dick about, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of, it's not the same, but to give him 35 seconds and no fanfare afterwards is pretty funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Chicago, it is. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Great but way they to did keep have the, a John Cena-Roman Reigns main event, so... That oh. oh, they got there. Okay. Yeah. Man, um, oh, so we didn't talk about the two big international events that got announced tonight. Oh, yeah. What's that? What's that? Saudi so Arabia. Yeah, they're doing a 50-man Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia in, at the end of April. Um, they WWE? Yeah. Hmm. And then they're doing a big event in Australia in September. Is that right? Or October, was it October? Yeah. Okay. This is horrible. I mean, why do we care? Well, uh, I mean, the, the Australian one's like a 60,000-seat arena. Oh, okay. There you go. So there. I mean, they could configure it for a hundred thousand. So it's they'll fill uh, that, right. They'll fill that, right? I don't know. Because they, they don't go there. We went to Australia when I was with them. Were that global warning? I don't know. It's where Nathan Jones quit, and I chased him out of the parking lot in my underwear. <laughs> go get your ass back in there. You're not doing this to me, dude. We oh, was that because of the like a scary plane flight or something like that? Y yes, and we had, dude. We were on tap to go WrestleMania 20. 
and faced Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin for the World Tag Team titles, and he ruined it for me. Ah. <laughs> Six months later, I'm stuttering. Good job, Nathan. Let's hang out. <laughs> So as of right now, they haven't announced anything that these are going to be on the network. So I think it's just just uh, a local thing. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the Saudi Arabia one, fifty man rumble sounds insane. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's, it's just a longer sorry. Royal Rumble, right? It's With, be so, oh, it's a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Okay. It's just more job guys, and you know, Royal Rumble with twice as many job guys. Curtis yeah. Axel making three appearances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Australian one will be interesting. I mean, there's a global warning that was a pay per view overseas, but it was released on DVD and VHS in the US. Yeah, it didn't air live uh, in the US out here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but hey, international fans ask for this stuff all the time. I mean, you guys, in a way, we're, we are privileged being in the US and with the WWE, and they do these right. shows here. I mean, if you're anywhere else in the world, I mean, Canada barely even gets pay-per-views anymore. Yeah, I think it's smart. I think it's very yeah. smart. I, f- I feel like they should do a lot of these B-shows overseas. You, it, it doesn't matter now, right? Yeah. Um, people are watching it. It's on the network. It's not like they're paying for, you know, 50 bucks for it now. So experiment doing some in the UK. Do, do these big arenas where it's hot over there. And it just gives the show a different look and feel. It'd be it'd be cool to do like uh, a few times a year. Will will these air? You're saying on the network? Right now, no. There's been no announcement of them yelling. I mean, okay. uh, yelling, <laughs> airing. Slate, <laughs> 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 uh, folks. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that Australian card will be interesting. Um, they do interesting. Uh, God, I mean, it's like when they went to Japan. I mean, it was like Becky Lynch versus Oscar. They did some of that stuff on the Hawaii tour. Um, it was like when everyone wanted them to air Starcade. It's like you're. It's just a SmackDown house show, but with this, you know, with the cool name. And they, they did have some legends <laughs> appear, but other than that, you know, it's it's like Jinder and AJ is the main event. Do you really <laughs> do you really need to see that? I like Jinder. Hey, you know, here's a good news piece: Jinder's interview about not being de-pushed. You know, yeah. but I think he, he handled that greatly. That is how a top guy talks. That is how a good company man speaks. Um, he's <laughs> he's learned a lot. I got to give him credit because he has a legitimate gripe. I'm sorry. Um, and it's a good example of the machine does have to get behind you sometimes um, in order to be that main event level champion star, right? And I'm sorry. I don't think he dropped the ball. There's some promos he dropped the ball, sure. But ultimately, he did a good job, and he does have something to gripe about, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I like the way he handled his interview, is what I'm saying. The one yeah, with Sam yeah, Roberts? He, he comes across like a really solid dude. The Sam Roberts well, interview? I, I don't know. It was a quote I read. So maybe yeah, it was Sam, good. maybe it wasn't. It was about how we make our own pushes. Vince Russo used to say it mm. all the time. And I used to get mad at Vince because <laughs> he used to say nothing. There's no such thing as a push. And I'm going, that's such bullshit. You did it with Austin when he got hot. You right. got him on the mic. You let him do his thing. That's a push. Letting him talk for 15 minutes uninterrupted, that's a push. Someone has to write that into the script for that to happen versus not writing it in. And the guy's playing with himself in the locker room off TV. Right. Exactly. So, like, like Rusev. Yes. Oh, my God. Great example. <laughs> like, if they got behind him even a little bit. I mean, good Lord. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so be, you know. Yeah. Do you remember what we said about that? That we think it would be gone tomorrow if, if they gave him a push the whole Rusev Day thing would kind of die because it's the gimmick that's over it's not really him I don't know anymore 
Yeah. No, I, I did. Yeah, I didn't think that. I just felt like it I might did. be because that's what it is that fans are cheering about. But you could use that to make him into a bigger star and get people behind him as well because he's got he's that personality. Enough. Yeah, he's got I that. Do. Yep, I, I agree 100 percent with you on that. Yeah. But instead, they're keeping him off of TV and <laughs> hoping no. that people will stop chanting Rusev Day. And... You will stop chanting this, even though he people is... in Ring of Honor are chanting it. Right, he is getting yeah. uh, saltier yeah. and saltier on social media, too. It's awesome. It's awesome. You see his new handle on Twitter? Yeah, oh, duly yeah. noted. Yeah. <laughs> he should be. I mean, how often do these uh, opportunities come by where you're, you're starting to get hot and then they're purposely not putting you on TV? Um, You've got to do something. I, I give him cre- yeah. credit for not just sitting down and taking it. Yeah. Try, trying to Smackdown. do something, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, SmackDown. Good point. Give us something to be excited about on SmackDown. Good point. Yeah. That's the show to test stuff out on. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, well, I think that hits everything. Speaking of SmackDown, we'll be here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern. Myself, Raj, and Matt talking about SmackDown Live, uh, the build-up to Fastlane, the go-home show for Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Um, anything back else? Back again on Sunday back again on, after yeah, Fastlane. For, for Fastlane. Proper. Oh, so much to talk about, folks. Um, so. Oh yeah, Money in the Bank is coming back. Uh, I mean, obviously it's coming back, but it's going to be uh, Raw and SmackDown stars in the matches. So there's a women's match, a men's match, and with Raw and SmackDown talent. And War Games is coming back for the Survivor Series weekend for NXT. Okay, time out. So, so thanks, Joseph. Yeah, thank you, Joseph. Joseph who? Uh, Joseph Font. Thank you, Joseph Font. I didn't want to mess up his name. Uh, really quick, well, well, I thought we we're combining both shows after Mania. For the pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. No, in general, going down the line. I thought they're, no? No, they are, yeah. It's all, all the pay-per-views are now Raw and SmackDown. But not the show. Raw and SmackDown. Oh, no, no, no. Not the okay. show, just the pay-per-views, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. And they did say that in addition to Money in the Bank, we'd speculated before it might be separate matches for each brand. They will be combined. It'll be eight man matches, eight woman matches, four from each brand. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. And a NXT takeover that weekend. So it looks like we're going to be getting yeah, five Chicago. takeovers a year. Yeah. That's what they did last year. They, yeah. And they said they were going to do that this year, too. So makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. Cool guys. Uh, so until next time he is at BP Matt Morgan on Instagram and Twitter. Mr. Raj Geary is Raj Geary underscore three Oh three. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein and Raj, anything sh- people should look out for on the site tomorrow. Um, just the usual it's, you know, the floodgates are open. There's tons of news. You miss a day. It takes a while to get caught up. So keep checking sure. it out. Sounds good. So we'll be back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern until next time. Take care, folks, and we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Matt Morgan. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.